Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmitty, Swanee and Clarky visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right. Good to see you both again. How are we? Very well, thank you. Good. Yeah, good. It's very well too. Lovely to see you both. How's everyone's right. week been? Good. I'm just enjoying the bird song. Who's who's got a little twittering bird? <laughs> Clarky, I'd say. Oh, sorry, it's me again. There's a, literally a bazillion birds in that <laughs> bush. <and> Podcasting <laughs> live from his Avery. So, uh, yeah, exactly right. Which, which is like a farm. Bird with no cages. I'm not a fan of Avery's, but um, I do like the birds. Well, my week's been mm. fine. I did some work. I had to stay off. We took the houseboat out, took all day, and Billy's now checking it out, but we think there's three pontoon sections that may have taken water on. So no wonder she was looking a bit low in the water, but she's out and we'll fix her Very up good. and we'll put her back yeah. in in two weeks' time. Yep. Ah, the life of a boaty. Just, I said to him at one point, I said, look at that beautiful white elephant over there that just <laughs> sucks all my money away. Isn't she lovely? What about you two? The life of a boaty. It's all fixing boats and drinking rum, isn't it? All maintenance and pirate juice. Absolutely right, Paul. Absolutely. Horror. me hearties. That's right, 100%. And I will... When we get to the drinking bit, talk about the fact that I am on a cruiser, but, well, I'll do it now, on a cruiser, as in one of my faves, and I will be switching to pirate juice. Just let you know. Yeah. All so right. You're on a little holiday there, Schmitty. Oh, well, that's a day off, you know. A holiday it, mode, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's warm and why not, hey? Uh, and you two? News and drinking? I'm going to be very dull and say I have no news and I'm not drinking because... For me, unlike you, it's the middle of a, I don't know, a mum day. I'm in between school <laughs> drop-off, school pick-up, mm. yada, yada. No one wants to hear it. Mm. Clarky, yourself, darling? One of these days we have to do a recording uh, at midnight at midnight our time and 7pm your time so you can get lathered. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. so probably maybe just after one of my Let's boozy lunches <laughs> yeah. where I've been pre-gaming. Oh, that would work. Yeah, it is a bit tricky. Three um, hours is a big difference. If we did it at midnight, we yeah, it is. If we did it at midnight, we would probably already be sozzled, Schmitty. You pair for sure. Well, <laughs> you'd be yeah. you'd be working your way through yeah. your hangover. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I don't, yeah, right. that's right. Sweating probably in a, in, a, in a weird sober. sort of fitful dream, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure that it'd be. <laughs> I had one of those last decent. night. Really? I had one of those. Yeah, yeah. I um. So I was at the house at Ilden, our holiday house, and I had had a few drinks in the evening because my sister rang and she wants to talk about picking and pressing wine and she was all excited. Then my brother showed up and we had the fire going and so we were drinking outside and I had a few glasses of bubbles. We watched, which is, this this became a tradition. It sounds so boring, but this became a tradition when we were doing the houseboat project, which was meant to be six months and went for two years because of COVID. (laughs) But we watched um, a... British Great British Bake Off, so and so we and we've got this sort of thing where neither of us will catch up on it or do anything about it. It's it's this tradition of my brother and I watching people make things or bake things. Anyway, so we watched an episode of that. I went to bed and that was fine. Then at some point in the night, I woke up and I didn't know where I was, and 
And I stood up and it was pitch black in the room apart from a little bit of light coming through the window. But because I didn't know where I was, I thought I'd gone blind in one eye because oh, there's a bunk one eye. Yeah, there's a bunk bed next to me. So it was obviously whatever the little bit of light that was in the room, the bunk bed was blocking the light. So when I turned my head, it's like, oh, no, I've gone blind. And um, <laughs> and I thought, I don't know where I am. And so then I ended up lying on the on the bed up like the wrong way around. So my head was where the feet were. I didn't know. I Honestly, I woke up this morning and thought, oh, no wonder I'm in the different house. But I was completely lost last night. Anyway, I, I made it out okay on the other end. Oh, you survived. What about you, Clarkie? And Do now you you're found news? again? I'm found. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I don't have – no, I have got a little bit of news. So I think um, as most of our listeners would know, and you two would definitely know, during COVID um, we started drinking more than what we normally would. And, you know, um, we went pretty hard before COVID, but we started drinking most weeknights as well. And sometimes when I say, you know, started drinking most weeknights um there were times where i woke up the next morning and went god four bottles are you kidding mm. between the two of us so you know it was it was pretty bad um anyway we had a um an opportunity over the last week and a half to uh stop drinking and so i thought oh well, let's try to eat healthy at the same time so we when I say stop drinking, we had three drinks during the week last week, which, you know, for me is none compared to what we were doing. Um, had a little bit on the weekend, but not much. And now tonight. But in that week and a half, I've lost three kilos. Oh, yeah. shut up. Eating oh, healthy. I don't get this. This is I, so unfair. It's all right. There's I only so much, there's only so much fat in the world. And in the week Sorry. that he... Well, there's only so much fat in the world. It's a balanced thing, right? So if everyone lost weight, then the, the planet would float away, right? Gravity, gravity couldn't cope. So the natural world order is that when someone like Clarkie loses three kilos, it gets transferred to someone else. And I'm pretty confident I'm now carrying it. So you're welcome. No. <laughs> I just find it so unfair. I, I am a big believer in that. that when people really? stop drinking and they lose weight, it's like, oh, I just, that would never happen to me. It's never happened. But it was also he healthy eating and exercise, so. But I do that every week. I'm but see, if you're not changing anything, you're not going to lose weight. Yeah. It's the radical shift. It's not the well, seeing yeah. as I okay, hardly I mean, drink, I just have to stop eating. Yes. Poor it's Carla. genetics. Yes, it's genetics. It's going to be hard. You've seen my mother. You know the mm. road I'm on. Anyway. All I right. It's appropriate. You've seen, or you haven't seen mine, but I'm adopted and I've seen my natural. Oh, right. Yes. And there's, a, yeah, there's, some, there's some issues there, shall we say. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> With morbid obesity, but anyway, on we shall go. Sorry that I didn't give you the response. But well done, Clarkie. I'm I'm happy for you, but very jealous at the same time. Yeah. I'm not a good person. Yes, well, I'm so. <laughs> yes, you are. You are a great person. No. You are. Green with envy. Yeah. All right. So you, you are not drinking or you are today? No, definitely drinking. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't... Uh... Wouldn't not drink with couldn't, you lot. Couldn't um, do it. That's so right. we're having a Langhorn Creek Stalking Horse Pinot Grigio. Um, Delicious. Which is one of the ones that I got off Grey's Online. It's a nice little quaffing wine. Um, Lovely. Not, not up there with my faves, but certainly does the job. Oh, you've just reminded me. We had dinner with some friends the other night and they explained how off Grey's Online, which is that online auction site, is that what you're referring to, Clarky? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The the guy had bought a case or more, probably several cases, of a champagne which was called, I'm going to get it wrong, but it was a take on Berve Clicquot and it was 
let's say it was Verve um, Miko. I can't remember, right? But it turned up yeah. and it was apparently so bad that he gave it to, he didn't give it to his sister so that she actually gave it back and said, thank you very much, but I'm not going to do this. I couldn't, I couldn't possibly serve it. So she gave it back to him. So we're going to a dog's birthday party, their dog's birthday in a couple of weeks. And uh, we're going to use it for some champagne showers, but the old Verve Miko or whatever it is, because it's uh, some fake Verve Clico. So an Aldi <laughs> naming convention. Yeah, something like that. Oh, mm. my God. I would be... I got, quite get my head around it but um yeah so we've I don't know if you've seen Emily in Paris no have either of you seen Emily in Paris oh yes they I have, only see season one though so don't ruin oh, season well, you, two for I, me you'll need to see season two right. they have a dedicated champagne in it for champagne showers and stuff so anyway, okay yeah, oh yeah time. well she sort of started that Champagne. Idea. yes yeah yes. at the end yeah 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 yeah, okay. yeah. well then you remind me it's been ages since it. I saw it yeah sorry as, okay. as, rem- as memorable as it is yes I liked it anyway Clarkie you're going to say something I was just going to say, it's always annoying when you um, do something like that and think, oh, I'm getting a real bargain, this will be great, and then you taste it and go, oh, I totally got what I paid for. Yeah, It's a risk. It it's a risk on Grey's Online because you, mm. you think, oh, that looks all right. And that, So here's my hot tip. I only ever bid on things that have a suggested recommended retail price. Okay, yeah, so who's got a story for us today? Uh, well, glad you asked. I have. Talking of you know, how you two are talking about your mothers and what you've got coming, this is a little mother-daughter oh, story, hopefully way worse than what you two have got coming from your mother. But um, Certainly hope so at anyway, this point. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, mm. let's kick off, shall we? So this is the story of D.D. Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Now, D.D. was Claudine Peter, P-I-T-R-E, I'm going to say Peter as in could be Piter, could be something else that I haven't even thought of, uh, in Chuck Bay, Louisiana, near the Gulf Coast in 1967. And she grew up with her family in nearby Golden Meadow. She was one of five children of Claude Anthony Peter Sr. and Emily Lois Gisclair. Relatives recalled that she had a habit of stealing from her family which they speculated was a form of retaliation when things didn't go her way. At some point early in her adult life, she worked as a nurse's aide. The family expressed suspicion that in 1997, she might have killed her own mother by denying her food. Mm-hmm. Going quite nicely so far. Um, when she was 24, she became pregnant by Rod Blanchard, then 17. So Ooh, she was 24, she was 17. Uh, they named, yeah, Scandal. They named their daughter Gypsy Rose because Claudine liked the name Gypsy and Rod was a fan of Guns N' Roses. Nothing to do with Gypsy Rose Lee, the stripper, but okay. What show is that from, Schmitty? Gypsy. But good a reason as any, right? Gypsy, right. I knew that that was the reference, I just couldn't place it, right? You know, they've got that really famous song of which probably there are parallels about everything's coming up, roses, for me, for me. And it's the mother carrying on like a pork chop. Anyway. Got it. I have a feeling there's a parallel there, but let's uh, continue, please. Uh, so shortly before Gypsy Rose's birth in July 1991, the couple separated when Rod realised he got married for the wrong reason. Um, oh, sorry to interrupt just for a second. Have he you seen re- the latest re- trailers for uh, Married at First Sight? Yeah. It's not a show I, I actually so. watch, but there's a trailer and the guy says, um, my new wife is an absolute psychopath. 
Was that the subtext of I got married for the wrong reasons? <laughs> uh well, yes, I, I think you're pretty much on the money, yes, unless that's what, unless marrying a psychopath is one of the right reasons. <laughs> Look, she's probably, it's probably unfair to call her a psychopath, but, you know, you, you're on the right track. Uh, so he resisted Claudine's efforts to get him to return and she took her newborn daughter to live with her family. According to Rod, who remained involved with his daughter at this point, by the time Gypsy was three months old, her mother was convinced that the infant had sleep apnea and began taking her to the hospital where repeated overnight stays with a sleep monitor and other tests found no sign of the condition. Claudine subsequently became convinced that Gypsy, Gypsy had a wide range of health issues, which she attributed to an unspecified chromosomal disorder. At some point, her mother claimed that Gypsy had muscular dystrophy and made her use a walker. More trousers. Gypsy stated that when she was seven or eight. 100%. <laughs> yep, By I was proxy. wondering how long it would take you to get to that. Munchausen's so Gypsy, yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Carla and I and our collective psychology degrees have just diagnosed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I must say that uh, however credible those uh, psychology degrees are, they worked in this Online. instance, so well done. <laughs> I have to Out say, any, any, any person who was taken seriously, if a, a child was three months old, say they've got sleep apnea, it would be like, how would you even know at that age? You wouldn't have a clue. That's not even a thing, I don't think. They would have said you'd go away, I'd imagine. So Gypsy stated that when she was seven or eight, she was riding on her grandfather's motorcycle when they were involved in a minor accident. She suffered an abrasion to her knee. Her mother stated that doctors had given her a wheelchair, which she would need to use. We've, we've all been there, right? I, I think it's the opposite like it. now. It's like, get up, get up, get going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most yeah. mums are like that. Yeah. yeah. Is you, anything you, broken? Come on, we've got time. Stop yeah, crying. Time get on with it. Yeah. I fell over the good. other day and I Shake just it off. cried and then got up. I didn't ask for a wheelchair. Yeah, it's all right. Oh. <laughs> I fall over regularly now, by the way, and mm. it's nothing to do with alcoholism. It's to do with my bad hip. My really? leg. Yeah, I don't have I don't have mobility in my legs, yeah. so it doesn't respond quickly enough, and so I overbalance and fall quite easily. Yeah, don't Cheers, worry. Me. I'm going to get a new one. Speaking of gifts from your mum, yeah, thanks, mum. Cheers. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just just bear in mind that she's not Claudine. No, or no, because to Carla's point, mum's reaction to everything was much more like. Take a uh, shot of concrete and harden the fuck up. It certainly wasn't, oh, you poor darling yeah, thing. Yeah. Let's put you in a wheelchair. Yeah. If I've got to get off this couch, there's going to be trouble. <laughs> if I have to put my wine down, there's going to be problems, yeah. That's right, yeah. Uh, so Gypsy often went with her parents to Special Olympics events. In 2001, when Dee Dee claimed Gypsy was eight, she was actually ten, she was named the honorary queen of the Krewe, K-R-E-W-E, no doubt murdered that, uh, of Mid-City, a child-oriented parade held during Mardi Gras in New Orleans, or NOLA. Oh. Gypsy seems to have stopped going to school after second grade, possibly even as early as kindergarten. Her mother homeschooled her after that, supposedly because her illnesses were so severe. Mm. Gypsy managed to learn to read on her own through the Harry Potter books. Jeez. I find that remarkable. I must say, too, that my sources for this are predominantly Wikipedia, um, who were very helpful. I did Google Lad Bible and they had a little bit of info as well, but um, I <laughs> good, stuck with good. Wikipedia. Thank you. 
due diligence. <laughs> exactly right. Yes. Yes. Have oh, they got anything outlandish up. to add? <laughs> oh, the Smithsonian didn't have anything to say on it. Yeah, <laughs> no Pulitzer Prize right. winning journalist right up on it. I couldn't even understand the Smithsonian article, so I just left it. <laughs> so I do think that's remarkable that she managed to learn to read on her own through the Harry Potter books, and that's what made me think of Lad Bible because it's probably a little bit of fact-checking that needs to be done in that statement. There's nothing wrong with it, was it? Well, I'm assuming there was nothing wrong with her mentally anyway, so. Yeah, well, correct. I might even yeah, argue yeah. if she learned to write, read herself, then this, she's actually a bit gifted. Not, not that there's anything wrong with her, you know? Well, she was in school to what grade was it? First, did you say, or second? Uh, possibly second grade, uh, possibly as early as kinder. Okay. Oh, right. Because okay. um, that does make a difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Uh, so while Gypsy's father, Rod, had remarried, Claudine moved in with her father and stepmother. The father and stepmother would later claim that Claudine, when preparing food for her stepmother, poisoned it with Roundup leading to her own chronic illness during this period. What a love. Uh, During that time, she was arrested for several minor offences, including writing bad checks. When the Peters... Yes. I think Carla's stuck on Roundup. You should have seen her face when you said Roundup. No, I'm just a bit... Who was was doing the Roundup? Claudine, Dee Dee. No, no, Dee Dee was was doing it on her stepmother. Mm. Yes, but how would a child yeah. have access to a roundup? No, no, Dee Dee's no, no, the, the child is gypsy. Dee Dee's the mum. Yeah. But who is the mum poisoning at that point? The child, her stepmother, her stepmother. Or the stepmother. Her stepmother. No. Oh, yeah, so yeah. she wasn't just doing it. Wasn't just the right. Got it. So the she likes to kill yeah, everyone. Yeah. Why was she so preparing there's... food for the stepmother? Oh, it's so confusing. Right. So yeah, no, Dee Dee. So I'll, I'll just rephrase it for all our listeners who might be confused too, if you yeah. like. So, Gypsy's the daughter who. Um, yep. Taught herself to read. Dee Dee yeah. is the mum who yes. is the one with Munchausen's by proxy, who also was uh, suspected of killing her own mum by not feeding her and is yes. now using Roundup to uh, put in her <laughs> stepmother's food. So she's got four. Her stepmother's food. Yeah. That's yeah, where I got yeah. confused. Sorry, I thought it was um, the little girl's gypsy stepmother. Yeah. Because that's why I was like, no, why so- would she be put... Right. To be clear, yeah, I've yeah, yeah. right. Her stepmother, yep. not Gypsy's stepmother, right? Got it. Correct. Yes. So when uh, the father and stepmother began to regularly confront her about her treatment of Gypsy and express suspicion about her role in her stepmother's health, she left with Gypsy for Slidell. Um, coincidentally, her stepmother's health returned to normal shortly after. Mm. So in Slidell, she and Gypsy lived in public housing. They paid their bills with Rod's child support payments and public assistance Claudine had been granted due to her daughter's supposed medical conditions. They spent most of their time visiting various specialists, mostly at Tulane Medical Centre and the Children's Hospital of New Orleans. Seeking treatment of the illnesses Claudine claimed Gypsy had, which she now said included hearing and vision problems. While a muscle biopsy found no sign of the muscular dystrophy Claudine insisted Gypsy had, she was successful in securing treatment for her daughter's other purported illness uh, issues. After she told doctors Gypsy had seizures every few months, they prescribed anti-seizure medication. Several surgeries were performed on her during this time, 
and Claudine regularly took Gypsy to the emergency room for minor ailments. After Hurricane Katrina devastated the area in August 2005, Claudine and Gypsy left their ruined apartment for a shelter in Covington set up for individuals with special needs. Claudine said Gypsy's medical records, including her birth certificate, had been destroyed in the flooding. A doctor there from the Ozarks, great show, suggested they relocate to her native Missouri and the next month they were airlifted there. So they're Is it pronounced Missouri of, uh, or is it Missouri? What? I don't know, but I know when I'm saying New Orleans, it's really Nolans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Anyway, um, so at first Claudine and Gypsy lived in a rented home in Aurora in the southwestern area of the state. During their time there, Gypsy was honoured by the Oli Foundation, which advocates for the rights of feeding tube recipients as its 2007 Child of the Year. Jesus. In 2008, Habitat for Humanity built them a small home with a wheelchair ramp and hot tub as part of a larger project on the north side of Springfield to the east. And they moved <laughs> That's there. Missouri Every single, unbelievable. I had to, I had to chuckle. Yeah, Springfield. Have we right. done Springfield, Missouri? I don't think we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, no, Victor Lustig was in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he right? Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. That was the last, that was the last time. Mm. The story of a single mother with a severely disabled daughter forced to flee Katrina's devastation received considerable local media attention and the community often pitched in to help the woman who now went by Claudinia Blanchard and whom they knew as Dee Dee. The outpouring of support included many charitable contributions. So when they were in Louisiana, the mother and daughter had at most availed themselves on occasional stays in Ronald McDonald houses during medical appointments. In Missouri, they received free flights to see doctors at Children's Mercy Hospital in Kansas City, free trips to Walt Disney World, and backstage passes to Miranda Lambert concerts, where she was frequently photographed with the singer by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Rod Blanchard also continued to make monthly child support payments of $1,200, as well as sending gypsy gifts and occasionally talking to her on the phone. During one call on her 18th birthday, he recalls Dee Dee telling him not to mention her daughter's real age since she thinks she's 14. So Rod and his second wife regularly hoped to get to Springfield and visit, but for a variety of reasons, Dee Dee would change plans. She told her neighbours in Springfield that Gypsy Rose's father was an abusive drug addict and alcoholic who had never come to terms with his daughter's health issues and never sent them any money. Many people who met Gypsy were charmed by her. Her five-foot height, 150 centimetres, nearly toothless mouth, large glasses and high childlike voice reinforced the perception that she had all the problems her mother said she did. She often wore wigs or hats to cover her baldness. Why is she toothless? Uh, I wondered. I wondered when you were going to ask that. And uh, is that if you could uh, just inappropriate medication. Okay, sorry. Keep going. If you could count to one hundred and ninety, you should have the answer by the time you hit one hundred and ninety-one. Okay. One. She, she two, often wore wigs or hats three. to cover her baldness. Her mother regularly shaved Gypsy's head to <laughs> mimic the hairless appearance of a chemotherapy patient, allegedly telling Gypsy that since her medication. Uh, would eventually cause her hair to fall out, it was best to shave it in advance. When they left the house, Dee Dee often took an oxygen tank and feeding tube with them. Gypsy was fed the children's liquid nutrition supplement. Of course she did. Pedia Shaw, well into her 20s. 
Of course she did. What are you gonna can't starve her? And she's gotta be able to breathe. <laughs> yeah, correct. Dee Dee used physical abuse to control her daughter, always holding her daughter's hand in the presence of others. Whenever Gypsy said something that either suggested she was not genuinely sick or seemed above her purported mental capacities, Gypsy recalls that her mother would give a very tight squeeze to her hand. When the two were alone, Dee Dee would strike her with open hands or a coat hanger. Oh, hmm. ridiculous. What are you up to with your counting, Schmitty? 79. Are we close oh, yet? I thought you'd count faster than that. Oh, no, I was doing it in seconds. Sorry. Do you want me to go faster? Yeah, yeah. One, two, skip it through, 99, 191. Done. Medical interventions continued. <laughs> Dee Dee had some of Gypsy's saliva glands treated with Botox, then extracted altogether to control oh, her drooling. Why? Oh. Oh, God. Which Gypsy later claimed her mother had induced by using a topical anaesthetic to numb her gums before doctor's visit. The lack of salivary glands, coupled with side effects of the anti-seizure medication she was given, caused Gypsy's teeth to decay to the point that the majority of her front teeth were extracted and replaced by a bridge. Tubes were implanted in her ears to control her myriad of purported ear infections. How are we feeling about Dee Dee at the moment? Oh, I'm not loving it. Mother of the year. A little a little bit, you yeah. know, what do they call them, a helicopter mum? <laughs> yeah, she's very hands-on. Mm. Mm-hmm. She should take a chill pill. Bernardo Flasterstein, which is quite an interesting name, a paediatric neurologist who saw Gypsy in Springfield, became suspicious of her muscular dystrophy diagnosis. He ordered MRIs and blood tests, which found no abnormalities. I don't see any reason why she doesn't walk, he told DD on a follow-up visit after seeing Gypsy stand and support her own weight. Flasterstein, or Flasterstein maybe, uh, noted that DD was not a good historian. After co- contacting Gypsy's doctors in New Orleans, he learned that Gypsy's original muscle biopsy had come back negative undermining DD's self-reported diagnosis of muscular dystrophy, as well as her claim that all Gypsy's records had been destroyed by flooding. Perhaps DD is what we would like to coin as a truth stretcher. <laughs> I noticed that this guy's called her a bad historian, yes. but I think she might be a yes. truth stretcher. <laughs> I think you're right. Of the highest, must... of the highest order. <laughs> I must say, too, of all of the um, things at this point I was going to say about DD. None of them would be that she's not a good historian. <laughs> That's a very polite way of saying she's a fucking liar, isn't it? You're not a great right. historian. I never yes. claimed to be. Okay, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a very passive-aggressive way of basically saying, yeah, this woman it is, is isn't it? not telling the truth. Yes. I, could actually, I, like I should actually learn to say things like that. You're not a good mm. historian. <laughs> I've, I've never heard that used before, but yes. I yep. think we'll truth yep. stretcher. Your challenge for the week ahead is to use, uh, to call, say someone's not a good historian uh, to their face and see how they respond. Hopefully. I'll be able to do it tonight with my kids at some point. Someone will have bullshit <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, have you unpacked your school? Have you done your homework? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you're not a good historian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, easy. Yeah, I, yeah, I can do it with the next. I'll be able to do it with the next couple yeah. of hours. Uh, yeah. Multiple times. <laughs> That's your night <laughs> taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a bit trickier for Schmitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got the week, Schmitty. 
I'm just trying uh, to, so, I don't know if I want to use not a good historian and then somehow work truth stretcher in. Because, I think you need to do a double whammy. Well, because I swear to God, if we get enough people saying it, it'll get in the dictionary <laughs> and then all of your all of your jibes at me the other day about making this up will all be gone. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Paul, we digress. As you were. Back to the story. Uh, he suspected the possibility of Munchausen syndrome by proxy DD contrived to gain access to Flasterstein's notes and subsequently stopped taking Gypsy to see him. Can you say his name right, please? It's clearly Plasticine. Plasticine, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I think that looked like an F? I should have my glasses on. <laughs> um, okay, point taken. I will correct that. Uh, so Plasticine did not follow mm. up by reporting DD to social services. Oh, Whoops. He's not a great historian. (laughs) He's good at bending the truth because he's made of plasticine. He said he had been told by other doctors to treat the pair with golden gloves and doubted the authorities would believe him anyway. In 2009, an anonymous caller told the police about Dee Dee's use of different names and birth dates for herself and her daughter and suggested Gypsy was in better health than claimed. Officers who performed the resulting wellness check accepted Dee Dee's explanation that she used the misinformation to make it harder for her abusive ex-husband to find her. And Gypsy, without talking to Rod, and reported that Gypsy seemed to genuinely be mentally handicapped. Defective detective strikes again. Can I ask, did Dee Dee, did, did she say when when someone asks you have to pretend that you're handicapped or? Uh, yes, so she didn't like her talking as if she wasn't mentally handicapped. So I used to squeeze her hand quite tightly and then punish her later if she. Smack her with a coat hanger. Said anything. Yep. Uh, coat hanger. Yeah, if she mm. said anything yeah. that made so her So Gypsy sound knew what was going on was. to an extent. Did Gypsy know or? I, I don't know. Um, if at what point she started to realise, but she did at some point. So, you know, I think things yeah. like you've grazed your knee and now the doctor said you have to be in a wheelchair, um, mm. you've got no teeth and I'm going to give you a medication that makes you drool and now we're going to have to do something to stop that, you know, possibly yeah. all makes her feel like there is something wrong. But then Correct, at some yeah. point she starts to I suspect there are parts the of it that she would know that, well, there were bits that were done from when she was a young age, so she wouldn't necessarily be able to identify how she arrived at not having any teeth necessarily. Things like that she wouldn't necessarily be able to put together. But things like, oh, I've got a grace, but you must stay in the wheelchair, things like that she probably was somewhat aware of. But within a cycle of that, it would probably be lost on you. I think it's dependent on your but, age and I think it's dependent. Like if yeah. your teeth rotted and fell out, you'd start yeah. to think there's something wrong with you. Totally, and yeah. With, if you she were taking... You may or may not know the answer to this, but if you're taking anti-seizure medication and you are not a person who suffers from epilepsy or seizures, can it actually give you seizures, the medication? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Because I, I think up, isn't it something like if you've got Did ADHD, you ask Paul that because he has seizures or because no. he's got medical degree or uh-huh. just, ran, ran, well, no, or just random zoology that's close enough is it a biology because degree? he likes to um no he likes to stretch the truth and could happily <laughs> just make degree. an answer up yeah no, no, i asked I, I him in case it was somehow in the notes <laughs> okay okay that, that, that I, was just I, would... I was just wondering if i if there was a backstory there that i wasn't aware of no and also because things like adhd medication i think actually it, it's meant to calm 
kids with ADHD down, but if you take it and you don't have ADHD, it has the opposite effect and it revs you up. I think you might so be I just right was with wondering that. Because certain, again, I mean, I don't know that firsthand, but it feels like I've heard that many times with lots of different medications, which is you got to try it because it could well. do the opposite. Yeah. yeah, depending on the situation. And yeah. so I, I guess the point of my question was if we, because yeah. we started with did she know? Did she know that she was fine? If you were taking medication and you were having seizures and your mother said you have to take this because you have seizures, no. you wouldn't necessarily think if the medication is giving it to you, you'd be thinking, oh, I better take it because I'm having these seizures. It's a real thing. That that was yeah, really I was, where I was coming from. I also think that as a kid your default position is that your mother is looking after you and the realisation that she's actually not would be probably quite a long and difficult conclusion to reach. Yeah, I'd hope so. We're now going to talk about the growing independence of Gypsy. Dee Dee seems to have at least once forged a copy of her daughter's birth certificate, moving her birth date to 1995 to bolster claims that she was still a teenager. Gypsy said in a later interview that for 15 years she was not sure of her real age. She sometimes also claimed the original had been destroyed during the post-Katrina flooding. Dee Dee kept another copy with Gypsy's actual birth date. Her daughter recalls seeing it during one of the hospital visits and becoming confused. Dee Dee told her it was a misprint. Since 2001, Gypsy had attended science fiction and fantasy conventions, sometimes in costume, since she could blend in even in a wheelchair. At an event in 2011, she made what may have been an escape attempt that ended when her mother found her in a hotel room with a man she had met online. Again, DD produced the paperwork giving Gypsy's false younger birth date and threatened to inform the police. Gypsy recalls that afterwards, DD smashed her computer with a hammer and threatened to do the same to her fingers if she ever tried to escape again. Aww. She also kept Gypsy leashed and handcuffed to her bed for two weeks. It's all becoming a little bit like Kathy mm. Bates now, isn't it? That's dreadful. You know, from Misery? Yes. I do know, yes. Mm, she needs a good nut punch, this woman. She oh, needs yeah. a good petrol rag shoved down her throat while saying, eat this, you sick, twisted fuck. Oh. I think that was a line from um, Not from your own well. repertoire, I hope. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, well, it is part of my own repertoire, but I haven't actually done it to anyone. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I you're lucky. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the petrol yeah. rag. I'm, yeah. I'm a little fearful <laughs> at times. Your husband's yeah. throat, but... Mm. <laughs> um, Dee Dee later told Gypsy that she had filed paperwork with the police claiming that Gypsy was mentally incompetent, leading Gypsy to believe that if she attempted to go to the police for help, they would not believe her. She's probably right. Yeah. Sometime around 2012, Gypsy, who continued to use the internet after her mother had gone to bed to avoid her tightened supervision made contact online with Nicholas Godajon, a man around her age from Big Bend, Wisconsin. She said they met on a, met on a Christian singles group. Godajon had some issues of his own, a criminal record for indecent exposure and a history of mental illness, sometimes reported as dissociative identity disorder. He also had Asperger's syndrome. In 2014, Gypsy confided to Alia Woodmancy, a 23-year-old neighbour who was unaware that Gypsy was close to her own age and considered herself a big sister, uh, that Gypsy and Godajon had discussed eloping 
and had even chosen names for potential children. Gypsy, who had five separate Facebook accounts, I don't know if one of them was Kai Fortune, but I'm intrigued. Uh, And go to John flirted online. Their exchanges sometimes using BDSM elements, which Gypsy has since claimed was more what he was interested in. Woodman C tried to talk to her, talk her out of it, still thinking Gypsy was too young and possibly being taken advantage of by an online sexual predator. She considered Gypsy's plans just fantasies and dreams, and nothing like this would ever really take place. Despite DD's efforts to prevent her from using the internet which went as far as destroying her daughter's phone and laptop, Gypsy maintained contact with Go to John, who saved printouts of her posts until 2014. The next year, Gypsy arranged and paid for Go to John to meet her mother in Springfield. Her plan was for him to just bump into her while she and Dee Dee were at a movie theatre, both of them in costume, and apparently strike up a relationship that way. As soon as they did meet in person for the first time, Go to John says, Gypsy led him to the bathroom where the two had sex. I'm not sure that plan worked. Uh, I just out don't understand perfectly. sex in toilets. People poo there. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so germy and strangers. <laughs> <laughs> People anyway, podcast there. Yeah, sometimes they podcast there too. <laughs> the two continued their internet interactions and began developing their plan to kill DD. So did Nicholas, was he from Missouri or did you say before he was from somewhere else and he came there to meet her? He's from Wisconsin. Oh, okay, so he's travelled. That's right. He's travelled to Missouri to meet up with Gypsy. To meet the mum, but then instead of doing that, they had sex in the toilet. Okay. And so that there seemed to be a more sort of, organic meeting in terms of when they were going to present it to the mother. They didn't say that. They weren't planning to say, oh, we met online. It was just like, oh, we bumped into each other and we met each other. And Correct. We're both in we, fancy we like dress each at the other. movie and yeah. we have a oh, chat. We've and, got oh, that's why we're friends. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go for it, uh, Gypsy, though, going for a little bit of a bang in the toilet straight up. Gross. Uh-huh. I don't know. Good for her. Sorry, she's got no teeth. Go to John Return to Springfield in June 2015 arriving while Gypsy and her mother were away at a doctor's appointment. After they'd returned home and Dee Dee had gone to sleep, he went to the Blanchard house. Gypsy allowed him in and allegedly gave him duct tape, gloves and a knife, with the understanding that he would use it to murder Dee Dee. Gypsy hid in the bathroom. Jeepers. I know. It's quite a leap from having sex in a toilet. <laughs> and, and also by oh. meeting in Fancy dress. Yeah. But they'd been planning Jeepers. it for ages, haven't they? The, I wasn't expecting we were going to get there this quickly. We're getting there very no, quickly. Oh, yeah. No, we're there. We're there. Are you ready? Brace yourself. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. Right. Here we go. Buckle up. Okay. Go for it. Let's do it. This is where it all happens. So Gypsy hid in the bathroom <laughs> and covered her ears yes. so that she would not have to hear her mother screaming. Go to John. Then stabbed Dee Dee 17 times in her back while she was asleep. I bet she didn't stay asleep for long. Oh, me, that'd wake you up. I'm, I'm tipping, yeah, I'm tipping you didn't need the duct tape either. Um, Absolutely. So, what do you reckon that you do after that? Oh, have sex. Absolutely. 
That seems to be you, what most people like to do. You two are all over it. The two had sex in Gypsy's room and took $4,000 oh, in cash that Dee Dee had been keeping in the house. What the fuck? Mm. Well, if you think it's all right to have sex in a freaking public toilet with people that you don't know shit. You have no boundaries? It's probably, you have no boundaries. That's right. Yes. I feel, I feel like more if you right. think it's okay to murder someone then you have no boundaries. Oh, I feel sorry for these people who have to murder someone to have sex. Gosh. As far as I'm concerned, it's the same thing. Oh. Having sex in a public and toilet murder, is akin to, to murdering murder. someone. That's right. Mm, okay. It's disgusting. It's all wrong. Thank Maybe you for wrong. sharing that with us. <laughs> Let's hope you're not on a jury where that comes up. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So the, the $4,000 in cash they took was mostly from uh, her ex-husband's child support checks. They fled to a motel outside Springfield where they stayed for a few days whilst planning their next move. During that time, they were seen on security cameras at several stores. Gypsy said at that point she believed the two had managed to get away with their crime. Early days, Gypsy love, early days. They mailed the murder weapon back to go to John's home in Wisconsin to avoid being caught with it, then took a bus there. Several witnesses saw the pair on their way. (laughs) Well, they turned up to the post office. I need to get this knife sent back to um, Wisconsin. Would you put that in a box or would you put that in a parcel pack? Or is that, is that parcel size? Well, Can I bubble wrap this or will it all the- pop in <laughs> transit? So then try and get rid of it. We'll send it to our house. Not, somewhere, not yeah. somewhere else random, to their house. Right, okay. Well, so they did that so they wouldn't get caught with it on the bus, right? But I feel like um, there's better ways to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I understand they're getting rid of it, but they're not really getting rid of it. They're going to meet up with it again. <laughs> yeah, the chuck it down the drain, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Chuck it in. Yeah, away. yeah. Chuck We're it all... anywhere. Don't mail it to yourself. <laughs> Don't have a record. Don't get a receipt for that mailing. I mean, Chipsy, I have to all... question your mental health until this point, love. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, she's not now. I'm starting to believe DD. Schmidt, you had Schmidt at the sex in the toilet. She was already very Caroline, suspicious. Of course, you have to get the peel off sticker. So you know if it's received or not. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I want it registered post. Oh, well, exactly. Right. I need to sign. Would you for like it. insure it? Oh yes, please. It's a knife and it's oh, not new, and used. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bone handle knife, so I'm going to keep yeah. it. No commercial value. And I would like tracking number. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> uh, no, good chat. Several witnesses saw the pair on their way to the Greyhound station and noted that Gypsy wore a blonde wig and walked unassisted. So They noted her. So I don't think the blonde wig was a great disguise. There's Gypsy. She just happens to be wearing a blonde wig. Oh, look, she's walking quite well today, isn't she? Yeah, and it's funny that these people, like if, if I saw someone at a Greyhound bus stop in a blonde wig, every chance it could be someone I know I still wouldn't point them out but people actually went, yeah that's her she just had a blonde wig on impressive mm-hmm. a little while down the track Blanchard's friend suspected something was not right when phone calls went unanswered several of them went to the house while they knew that the two often left on medical trips unannounced they saw that DD's Nissan Cube modified to hold Gypsy's wheelchair was still in the driveway making that explanation unlikely Can I say one thing which is really not very nice? But I don't ever want to own a car that's called a cube. (laughs) Box or fucking wheels. Have you seen Oh, get me the cube. (laughs) No, I haven't seen them. They're awful. Oh, I can imagine. Exactly what you would think. Yeah. 
You have to Google one. Google it and you'll see exactly. Fox, what was it? A Nissan Cube, was it? Yeah, yeah. I've seen a kangaroo. Is it a kangaroo? Because they're also oh worse. Kangaroos are oh, a little bit. Sh- they're a little bit shapely, Nissan and they look Cube. like a Pope mobile almost. Yeah, they're just boxes. Oh, oh, actually, I might be looking. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How's the aerodynamics? <laughs> 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 Up the top, you know, in Google Images, it goes interior, modified, rocket bunny. What's a rocket bunny? Is that like a Nissan cube? It's a vibrator. Oh, a rocket bunny? Oh, no, rampant rabbit. <laughs> no, that is a sexy car, isn't it, the <laughs> Nissan cube? Why did they – you know what, it's what people ask, is Nissan cube a good car? Why did they stop making the Nissan cube? I was like, I don't know, look at it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Do you really need to ask oh, that question? That is brilliant. I, that's the kind of thing you could punish your child. Like, I'll buy you. I'll buy your car. You know when you get your license. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> it's, a, like this. it's a Nissan. It's a top of the range Nissan Q with all the Nissan all the bits Q. and pieces. Oh my god! I wonder if there's a Nissan Cube Appreciation Club we can join. <laughs> Unlikely. Cubesters. <laughs> Cubester. Woo! Anyway, sorry, Clarky. <laughs> Right, so um, no one answered the door, so they called 911. When the police arrived, they had to wait for a search warrant to be issued before they could enter. But they allowed one of the neighbours present to climb through a window where he saw that inside the house was largely undisturbed and that all of Gypsy's wheelchairs were still present. That's how I knew she wasn't. All of them? How many wheelchairs do you need? All of them. I don't know what the going number is nowadays. My sister used to have mm. a couple of pairs of hearing aids. Maybe you have one for quick shopping and one Indoor, for Indoor, outdoors, off-road. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Off-roading, <laughs> yeah. A wheelchair is not a wheelchair is not a wheelchair. No, it is true, actually. Jeremy's mother has a very large style wheelchair that she sleeps in, so, yeah, as well. So there's different types. There you types. go. Yeah. Um, so any so of the sweet. Oh, I think um, I want one of those. Can I? I'd like a large wheelchair. I could sleep in that people <laughs> just push me around in. That sounds good. That'd stop you falling over with that bung hip. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get one where you're like practically standing up and they just roll you around. <laughs> when the warrant was issued, police entered the house and soon found Dee Dee's body. A GoFundMe account was set up to pay for her funeral expenses. Oh, for God's sake. And possibly gypsies because they assume that she was dead too. foul plays happen mm. to gypsy as well. That woman must have been loaded. Must have been loaded. Well, sorry. She's she's getting 1200 a month. She was get, using up all these charities. I don't she didn't work, did she? Did free house. Duty. But still. Yeah, she. Free house. She had a sweet, she had a sweet ride. Sure her daughter was sick. Beautiful car. Far out. Found <laughs> nothing. Your stepmother's yeah. food isn't easy to do. Everyone thought she had it all. That Didn't oh, that woman, she's got it all. Have anyway. it all. Pimp my ride with a couldn't afford her own interlude. funeral. Piss off. Beep beep. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So all who knew the Blanchards feared the worst. Even if Gypsy had not been harmed, they believed she would be helpless without her wheelchair, medications, and support equipment like the oxygen tanks and feeding tubes. So that's hence the GoFundMe, right? 
Not at all. She's like at a root fest going cross country. <laughs> what? Woohoo! <laughs> so on a wild oats. On a root She's fest. She's never been better. She's, well, she's out there living. Greyhound buses around Exactly. There. Knees up, Martha Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so remember her friend Woodmancy? She was among those gathered at the Blanchard's lawn and told police what she knew about Gypsy and her secret online boyfriend. She showed them the printouts mm. she had saved. They've all got printouts. It's really weird. I which don't know. Included why why are they saving name. them all? It's weird. It is weird. Why are they even printing them out? It's odd. Odd. <laughs> well, let me just go to my file and print out emails yes. and references. My work inbox has 23,000 emails. That's a lot of filing for you to do my good print that's, that's about six months' worth of emails, 23,000. Could you imagine if I printed every one of them out? Oh, ridiculous. It is nuts. It's com- You'd have to have a very good filing system for when the, something happens. Hang on, I know it's just a reference. I not even know how to file them to retrieve them later. So she showed them the printouts she had saved, which included his name. Based on that information, police asked Facebook to trace the IP address from which his posts to DD's account had been made. Now, Facebook said, no, we're not going to help you. We make, we take no responsibility for racial slurs or dodgy uh, elections. <sighs> elections, thank you, you know, US elections. Facebook, yeah, it's just a place for people to do stuff. We don't interfere. I bet they didn't. I you bet can they live stream your massacres if you want. No, no, yeah, so that was... Oh, um, don't. Hey, Clarky. Yeah. Correct, yeah. You said you said then that when they were checking the IP address that he sent um, stuff on Facebook to Dee Dee. Did you mean Gypsy Rose? He wasn't messaging the mum, was he? No, no. So they had posts to Dee Dee's account. So yes, hacked Dee Dee's account. No, who had posted to Dee Dee's? No, based account? on the information, police asked Facebook to trace the IP address from which the posts to Dee Dee's account had been made. So he's posted on Dee Dee's account. It, I don't understand that. It bit, turned sorry. out to be well. Maybe he was. I don't know. I don't know what he was posting. I didn't research that, but it's probably a good. Like thing. before the murder, or I, I know. I actually I, do I, know I, the answer. I think to I'm that. misunderstanding. No, no, no. All right, he wrote the bitch is dead. That bitch is dead. Not ding dong. The bitch is dead. Oh, ding dong. The bitch is dead. The wicked bitch is dead. It came up on Dee Blanchard, which was which was her Facebook. So I think they actually um, hacked into her Facebook. Oh, and wrote that right. bitch is dead. Yeah. Oh, and, I thought he um, wrote on her. There was wall another one. So she posted it like herself, but it was actually him doing it, right? Okay. Well, one of yep. them did, but the, the main thing, the main thing was that bitch is dead. Oh no, here it is. Here it is. Truth. Here it is. This oh. is the bit on her Facebook. They didn't put it on her wall. They got into her Facebook and they and he wrote that bitch is dead. And then people said, "What's going on? What did your Facebook get, get hacked? I've never heard you talk like that." I bet she did, said someone else. That was a bit rude. Sounds like y'all watching a movie. And then, this is the upsetting one, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud, LOL. Oh, so that Jesus. makes more sense because it's you like a cover, as it were. It was. It was to so make it out. It- yeah, it's oh. still up there. And it was um, it was intended, yes, to throw everyone off the scent. What do you mean it's still up there? Is that where you just saw that? No, 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 no. no. I, there are, people have taken no. photos of it. And oh. So if you oh. look up Dee Dee Blanchard oh, right, Facebook yes, posts, yes, yes. you can see these images. I mean, I'm intrigued by the use of LOL after that, as if somehow there's something funny <laughs> to laugh about in any of that. I think that was the point. They were trying to make out that some rando had broken into the house 
raped, yes. killed Dee Dee and raped the daughter and I've done all, and yeah. then hacked the Facebook account and said, oh, I've done yeah. this stuff. So it was it fully yeah. intended to put everyone off the scent of the off yeah, scent. Yeah, yeah, yep, got it, right. I, now I totally understand it. But for, at first I was a bit unsure as to what had been messaged, but that is very clear. Anyway, uh, they raided Go to John's Big Bend home. Both he and Gypsy surrendered and were taken into custody on charges of murder and felony armed criminal action. Is that like felony armed Facebook hacking or something more <laughs> severe? I, I always get um, vague on the, what they're actually trying to say with that. Or, yeah, or is it about taking the money? Yeah, what is it? Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you point. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. What are they could saying? Be, it could be the yeah. yeah, it could be the stabbing and not the murder. Could be who knows. The news that Gypsy was safe was greeted with relief back in Springfield, where she and Go to John were soon extradited and held on one million dollars bond. But in announcing the news, Green County Sheriff Jim Arnett warned things are not always what they appear. The media in Springfield soon reported the truth of the Blanchard's lives, that Gypsy had never been sick and had always been able to walk, but her mother had made her pretend otherwise, using physical abuse to control her. Arnott urged people not to donate any money to the family until investigators learned the extent of the fraud. Good job. Someone's going to have to sell the cube to get some money. I know, right? And the pink house. All right, well, let's talk about the trial, shall we? Yes, let's. Okay. After the disclosure of how Dee Dee had treated Gypsy all those years, sympathy for her as the victim of a violent murder rapidly shifted to her daughter as a long-term victim of child abuse. While a charge of first-degree murder can carry the death penalty under Missouri law or life without parole, County, County Prosecutor Dan Patterson soon announced he would not seek it for either Gypsy or go to John, calling the case extraordinary and unusual snaps for him. After her attorney obtained her medical records from Louisiana, he secured a plea bargain to second degree murder for Gypsy. Uh, So undernourished was Gypsy that during the year she was in the county jail, he told BuzzFeed, so um, Patterson told BuzzFeed, uh, she gained 14 pounds or 6.4 kilograms in contrast to most of his clients who lose weight in that situation. In July 2015, she accepted the plea bargain agreement and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Carla, just coming back to um, our conversation at the start of this podcast where I was saying that I'd lost a bit of weight and you were saying you couldn't, ever considered a year in prison? (laughs) 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 Does wonders. Probably do me wonders, honestly. I bet you can't get to a Nutella jar there the night when you're just sitting watching TV. No, just a, mi- a minor yeah. crime. I'm not sure what. What do you hear about? Oh, I'm here as part of the Fat Fighters. Uh, fat Fighters. Dust. Module. Dust. Dust. High fat, low fat. <laughs> dust, Anyone? Dust, fat. No, dust. Yeah. dust. She'll have salad. <laughs> cake. Well, cake, some people would say it's high fat, but it's so delicious we'll put it down as low fat. <laughs> Marjorie. Marjorie Dorr. Right. Marjorie Dorr. That's right. I couldn't remember her name. Yeah. Go to John still faced the more severe charge because prosecutors contended that he initiated the murder plot and both he and Gypsy agreed that he was the one who actually killed Dee Dee. I'd just like to, um, at this point, give you a little bit of a trial by one exam. It's only one question. It's not really an exam. But when a woman gets her boyfriend to kill someone for her, what do we call that? Magic pussy. That's what we call it. 
I think it was a malnourished one, and even it's it's still magic. I oh, know, right? A shrimp. That just goes to show. A even, a mal- even a malnourished one <laughs> can still can still do magic. Can tricks. weave its magic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Never underestimate. Yeah. Oh my god! It can't lift heavy things because it's malnourished, but it can still perform <laughs> magic tricks. Oh god! I need to see some photos of. Um, Are you going to Google them? On the on the journey from top. Oh. Can I have a look? Yeah. Can I have any that I can have a look I've at? got one here that I can show right. you. I normally. Sorry, let me just close my window with the Nissan Cube down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you see? Oh, her mother was. Oh, 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 her mother looks like an American version of Hyacinth. Yeah, she does. You know a bit. that yeah, yeah, yeah. appearances. Yeah, <laughs> Do you think she does, Schmidty? A little bit. Yeah, she was a fatty. Oh no, that was. Now that I've now that I've opened that up, that was probably not very complimentary. Oh my god! If that girl's pulling a bit, she must have a massive magic puss because that that just oh my god! <laughs> not massive, but you know, as in impressive. Sorry, what are you looking at? Oh my word! I'm looking at a picture where Mum's in check and the girl in pink. Anyone see that? Oh one? yes, with a with match. a what? blonde a, wig or something. Got a beanie on. Oh my! That's when she's little. But, she must. But see how she's got no oh, teeth. I'd like to see a picture of him. Yes, I noticed that. So passing her off as fifteen or something. Um, Not her. No. There he is. Have you found a photo of her yet? When she's in jail, when she looks like a normal person. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Quite the transformation. Yeah. Absolutely. Which just goes to the whole point That's about shocking. how much abuse she was yeah. um, privy to, or you know, subjected to, so rather, uh, at the hands of her mother. Uh, so Godijon still faced the more severe charge because prosecutors contended that he initiated the murder plot and he, both he and Gypsy agreed that he was the one who actually killed Dede. Her plea bargain agreement did not require her to testify against him. In January 2017, his trial was postponed when prosecutors requested a second psychiatric exam. His lawyers contend he was an intelligence quotient of 82, also known as an IQ of 82, so it's not, not high, and is on the autism spectrum, suggesting that he has diminished capacity. He had initially waived his right to a trial by jury but changed his mind in June of that year. In December 2017, the judge set go to John's trial for November 2018. In their opening statement, prosecutors alleged that go to John had deliberated for over a year before the crime whilst his lawyers pointed to his autism and said that Gypsy had formulated the crime and their love-struck client had just done as she had asked. The next day, prosecutors showed jurors text messages, sometimes sexually explicit, that Gypsy and Godajon shared in the week before the murder, often using various personas as well as the knife which he had used to commit the murder. In some of the texts, he asked her for details about Dede's room and sleeping habits. These were supplemented by video of his interview with police after his arrest, where he admitted to having killed her. Gypsy testified on the trial's third day. She said that whilst she had indeed suggested to go to John that he kill DD to end her mother's abuse, she had also considered getting pregnant by him in the hope that once she was carrying go to John's child, DD would have to accept him. Along with the knife that she eventually gave to go to John, she stole baby clothes from Walmart during a shopping trip so she could go ahead with either plan. However, she said, go to John never told her what he thought about the pregnancy plan. After four days, the case was sent to the jury. Jurors had the option of finding go to John not guilty or guilty of one of the three murder charges. 
involuntary manslaughter, second-degree murder, or first-degree murder. After approximately two hours of deliberation, they returned with a verdict, and Godajon was found guilty of first-degree murder and armed criminal action. In February 2019, he was sentenced to life in prison for the murder conviction, the only possible option since prosecutors had declined to seek the death penalty. Godajon asked Judge David Jones for leniency on the armed criminal action charge, which carries a minimum sentence of only three years, saying that he had fallen blindly in love with Gypsy. He received a sentence of 25 years on that charge, which is concurrent with the life sentence. So instead of three years, which he could have got with leniency, he got 25 years. It doesn't matter. It's concurrent to life. He's got life. Kind of, it, it just it doesn't matter in the mm. actual time he'll do. It matters in the conviction and the severity the court has or the jury has um, mm. has put upon him. They've thrown the book at this Correct. guy. Yeah, yeah. Who has an IQ of eighty two and is on the spectrum. Mm. Oh no, you know when we get to sentencing. Keep going. Oh no, they didn't. Anyway, uh, uh, girlfriend. <laughs> Jones also denied a motion by Godajon's lawyer, Dwayne Perry, for a new trial. Perry argued that the jury should not have been allowed to hear that Godajon had considered raping DD on the night of the murder. And that could come back to that Facebook post, Schmitty. I'm not sure. He also argued that the state psychologist should not have been allowed to testify, while Godajon's psychiatrist should have, to establish that he had diminished capacity. So it sounds like the state psychologist could and the defences couldn't. It was unfair. Yeah, it wasn't well, balanced, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The judge, in denying the motion, conceded that an appeals court could find the latter point significant and consider it a reversible error. So the Blanchard's neighbours were shocked to learn that Gypsy's illnesses were fabricated. Uh, her friend, Aaliyah Woodmancy, who we spoke about earlier, uh, whose information about Gypsy's relationship with Go to John led police to the couple the day after Dee Dee's body was discovered, said she cried out of disbelief upon hearing that Gypsy had never been sick or disabled. Her mother recalled how everyone had accepted Dee Dee's claims without asking for proof and wondered if the mother and daughter had been secretly laughing at their neighbour's naivety. I feel like the daughter perhaps not. Not. Kim Blanchard, who is no relation, uh, had called the deputy sheriffs to the house the night before, said, what have I been believing? How could I have been so stupid? Over 60 people attended a candlelit vigil, vigil for Dee Dee in downtown Springfield the night after the body was discovered. In a news conference, Sheriff Arnott said of the case, Springfield is a giving community. We surround people with love and finances that we believe that needs it. However, a lot of times we are deceived, and I think this is now so true. In this case at hand, only one of the charities that helped the Blanchards spoke after the revelations. Spokesman for Habitat for Humanity, whose volunteers had built the Blanchards' house along with others on the street, said, we are just really deeply saddened by the whole situation. Uh, in terms of the family, uh, Dee Dee's family in Louisiana, who had confronted her about her treatment of Gypsy years before, did not regret her death. Her father, stepmother and the nephew who first shared details of Gypsy's actual health when she was first confined to a wheelchair 
all later said that Dee Dee deserved her fate and Gypsy had been given punishment as much as she needed to be. None of them would pay for her funeral or even pick up her ashes. Her father and stepmother ultimately flushed them down the toilet. Gee, that's that's oh, really that sad. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. I know she's done wrong, but Jesus It shows Christ. how ashamed they were of her, doesn't it? She's still your daughter. Yeah, but she's also tried to poison the stepmom oh. like it's... I know I heard the story, but it's still. Oh no, I get it. Sad. I just. Who's <laughs> when supposed to be able to forgive? Remember, <laughs> to err is human. To forgive, divine. Anyway, moving on. Rod Blanchard, Gypsy's father, <laughs> is less critical. I see Dee Dee's problem was she mm. started a web of lies, and there was no escaping after. It was like a tornado got started. He was happy the first time that he saw a video of Gypsy walking under her own power. It's just so sad. You know, because he believed all of it, didn't he, the father? He believed she was sick. He believed like he had given the money. He, he kept being put off to not visit her. Yeah, it, it doesn't say awful. whether he believed it or not, but he, I think he was remote enough to not be able to question it. And so, yeah, then maybe just took it at face value yeah. without having the opportunity to yeah. investigate. Didn't see it firsthand, sure. You might not go out of your way or, or suspect. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it seems so extreme that muscular dystrophy and a whole bunch of unrelated stuff, like there comes a point where you think, mm, this all sounds a bit too much, But he left it? before she was born, remember? Oh. Do you know so what I mean? He was like, 17 when... Yeah, but he stayed in her life. Well... And he kept paying for no, it. What so, and he was aware of it. They're saying that he didn't really. Mm. What he did is he kept paying child support, but when he tried to catch up with her with his new wife, oh, okay. she kept putting it, off. So putting it off. So I don't think he ever saw her. I think right. he um, okay. supported her from afar. He had no opportunity. Well, to, I don't yeah, know okay. if I buy that entirely. I'm sure that if you can, if the checks can get through at some point, you can sort of turn up and demand to see somebody. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to just go, oh, well, it didn't work out for 20 odd years. But it, but yeah, it is. It point, is. I mean, I know it's difficult. In 2010, I would say people didn't even have El checks. El suspicious, like Carla. You, you just do a transfer. I just think you're very suspicious. You're very suspicious, Carla. Mm, I'm not buying that. I am. I just sort of think. <laughs> I know, but you know, so I, I'm not saying that he's at fault. I'm just saying that, you know, miraculously, because no one ever he pays didn't try the maintenance hard check. Enough. But well, no, he tried hard enough mm. to pay the maintenance checks, and that's usually the part that people fall down on. And if he continued mm. to pay maintenance throughout, he, you know, he was clearly had an interest in that. It wasn't as if he totally went, oh, well, that's it. It's too hard. I'm not interested. No, but remember, but if he, to he pay the money. He left before she was born, so there's no real connection there but so at some point he's decided you know he wants to visit when he's got his new wife and she's kept saying oh you can't because of this medical issue or that medical issue I don't I don't think that he had a super strong bond to her it's not like you know he he spent the first five years with her no I know but I'm just saying over the period of time the fact that he most of those most men well that sounds awful but I think most people in that situation would possibly not have done what was required of them in terms of maintenance payments and the fact that he at least was doing that I'm and, and if he did want to see her at any point well you know let's say he got rebuked many times 
if he truly did want to see her at one point, he would have made the effort, or they would—he would have turned up and you know. You, you say that, but she's she's say, oh, you can't. she's tricked a lot of people. I'm willing to go with the fact that he's been a decent boy. Oh, absolutely. He's done what he should, and she is just incredibly manipulative. Bloke. There's no doubt about that. Girl. I, I think we should Agreed. throw the book at her, not at him. Oh yeah, I don't want to throw the book at him. Okay. I'm just just being a bit skeptical. That's all. Forgive me. So so okay. Gypsy Rose said. I feel like I'm more free in prison than with living with my mum because now I'm allowed to just live like a normal woman. You know, that's that's, that's the extent of, the, I guess, the suffering that her mum put her under. If I could hazard a guess and people were aware of her situation and circumstances in jail, I think she'd probably be quite well looked after. Well, she you put know, on I don't six, six kilograms. That's all relative, right? Well, I mean, even by the other inmates. You know how there seems to be that, yes. you know, there's a pecking order in terms of what crimes you've committed and who you are? Like top dog think, and shit, yeah. Correct. I think people would be like, you poor thing, your mum did that to you, you killed her, fair enough, we're going to, you know. Yeah. I bet you somebody looked after her. I've seen Wentworth, I know how it works. I'd be like, prisoner, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> Wentworth. Yeah. <laughs> So Gypsy, now serving her sentence in Missouri's Chilico Correctional Centre, did not talk to media until after she'd made her plea. When she did, she told BuzzFeed reporter Michelle Dean that she'd been able to research Munchausen syndrome by proxy on prison computers and her mother had every symptom. I think she would have been the perfect mum for someone that actually was sick, she said. Uh, So she uh, always hoped that doctors would see through the ruse and she was frustrated that none besides plasticine did, although plasticine didn't report it. <laughs> when Dean asked her what made her want to escape mm. her situation, Gypsy recalled the 2011 incident at the science fiction convention, which made her wonder why she was not allowed to have friends like others of her age. While she said that Goda John took the idle discussions of murder into reality, she accepts that she committed a crime and has to live with the consequences. Nonetheless, she has said that she feels she is freer in prison than she was before and that she hopes to help other abused victims. Victims of Munchausen by proxy often avoid doctors and hospitals in their later lives because of lingering trust issues, according to Mark Feldman. And according to her family, Dean and Carr Gypsy also exhibits at times the same sociopathic manipulative behaviours as her mother, who was for much of her life her only role model. She's already psychologically really compromised and she's going to need as much family underpinning and support as she can. Feldman told Vulture after viewing Carr's documentary, because there is a documentary in which uh, he appears, he also pointed out that post-traumatic stress disorder is likely to be an issue in her continuing development. I hope they find someone wherever she chooses to settle who is willing to provide supportive psychotherapy. The other bit that I just wanted to point out before we move on to uh, crimes and sentences was that the... Uh, So Feldman said that it was unprecedented in the 24 years he had been researching the disorder for an abused child to have killed the abusive parent as Gypsy did. So whilst you're here, you know, we've probably spoken about um, Munchausen's by proxy a bit and we've probably, you know, uh, we've spoken of it here, we've heard of it at other places, but it's very unlikely that the child would kill the parent as a result of it. It's very rare. Mm. That, my friends, is all I have to present to you and I would like you now to consider your 
your crimes and your sentences. My question to you is, yes. um, you were saying that, that there's sort of no record or that the gentleman who was chatting was saying that he, he knew of no one who had actually murdered the parent who had Munchausen. Yes. And I wondered if that's because most of them don't get to the ripe old age where they're able to do that mm-hmm. or the parents have been yeah, caught. Probably. I mean, she had yeah. a long run, old Dee Dee. Yeah, That's a yeah, yeah. really decent mm. run at getting away with that because quite often, certainly in the telly movies I've seen, uh, people <laughs> click a little bit earlier. Yes. Uh, so it, doesn't, it, doesn't it feel like telly movie territory? It More really, challenge. really And I also, does. and the other reference that I was thinking of when I was correct, so the show was called The Politician. It's a, it's a series. And that, um, oh, what is his name? Benjamin, he's brilliant. Netanyahu. Ben Platt. He plays the leader. Exactly what I was going to say. And the premise is that it's a young guy who's going to, he wants to be the president of the United States. He's at school. It's like a high school sort of drama. Anyway, he's running for, you know, head of student body, student president, and he chooses a girl called Infinity Jackson, which is the character's name, and she's a cancer patient and a victim of Munchausen by proxy disorder. And through the series they work out that she's not really that sick and then they have the problem which is, oh, God, we've chosen her for, you know, this sort of... The, the vote of, you know, because um, he's a super elite, rich, um, well-educated person and she's from the wrong side of the tracks, plus she's so sick and a cancer victim. When they find out it's actually launched in the houses, it doesn't work for their narrative from, you know, political point yeah, of view. Yeah, and, and that's, um, that's interesting, I, right, because... I, 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 go right. on. Well, that, hap- that happened in this case, right? So, the, you know, there are plenty of charities that supported both Dee Dee and Gypsy yep. and, you know, the neighbours obviously did, the community obviously did, and, and all of them were um, yep. were shown to probably Chips. have done that for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I did Google yep. because through the story it, it intrigued me, like what's the motivation for someone to exhibit um, Munchausen's by proxy? Like, you know, wh- why would you actually have a yes. kid and then do that? And Attention it, on themselves. Well, it was, so it was talking about a couple of things. One was anxiety and uh, when the world is getting out of control. <laughs> so it gives you a little bit of control that perhaps you otherwise wouldn't have. And then the other is just how much the community mm-hmm. will rally around you to support you in your daily struggles. Um, whether they're real or not doesn't really matter. Um it, it's just about the fact that you can get so much attention and support from the people around you. So it's it's fascinating. I, I am 100% not a fan of um, Munchausen's by proxy, but, you know, it it's a real thing. And, and it's funny that it's that attention that people crave and the support that they crave, even if they don't need it. And they manage it. I understand it once they're in the cycle of it. I understand how once it's you've started something, you've got to maintain it, and you know then you'd probably quite like, as you say, the the attention and the financial support. But where's the stepping off point? You know, when do you go? You know what? I think I might start putting poison or salt or whatever is my kid's food. That's the psychological trigger yeah. that I I'm interested by. I'm going like, to hurt someone why did to you get start that this? attention because yeah. I understand once it once it starts snowboarding, you can see that they've got to find other angles, other ways. You know, you've got to stay newsworthy. You've got to be remain relevant. You've got to remain at the forefront of, you know, the charity line to get the trips, to get the cart, to get the cube, to get, you know, whatever it is, you've got to you've got to keep a level of people, the cube, you've got to keep a level of interest and <laughs> and that empathy that you need to sort of get from people. 
But that all comes after the fact that you've started this, and that's what I don't, I, I would find difficult to get my head around is from a psychological exactly, point of view. Exactly, because she wasn't just after what, a babysitter. What, what set them Friday off night. on that? No, no. And they don't go into what I wouldn't have thought. Well, maybe they well, do. So there, there was or a bit a around um, potential Roman abuse does. as a child. So that there's no known cause for it. So a lot of it was speculative. But, you know, potentially if you've been treated badly and, and we saw that Gypsy is um, exhibiting some of the tendencies that her mum had, but that's because of what she's known, maybe Dee Dee's mum... Um, wasn't very good to her, although, you know, she did, uh, there was suspicion that she killed her by not feeding her. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's so complicated, but I, I just don't understand it. And I, I tried to, and I read stuff and just went, wow, I, I still, I still don't get it. I mean, I think we've all had friends who, like a bit of attention and some of them might um, play up on things to try to get um, attention in different ways but hurting someone else to get that attention to me is crazy hurting yourself to get that is crazy hurting anyone to get that is crazy it's a mental illness and I, I so I've been mulling over this whole sentencing and the response thing and and Dee Dee had a mental illness because a normal, a person who's not suffering from a mental illness does not torture their child in the way that she tortured poor old Gypsy Rose. So whether I, I'm, I'm not saying that she didn't do terrible things, but I, but I am saying that she was a victim of some form of mental illness herself. And, you know, I, I've never had children. We started this whole thing about, you know, me... <laughs> becoming like Benjamin Button, becoming a bad human being who drinks more and has good old shit, good old times. I don't think you're becoming a bad human being. Versus people who have children who have to, you know, maintain. <laughs> I know because you don't have kids either, so we're on the same plane. But those those people who have kids that have to take this level of responsibility. And Carla, I mean, you've got three kids and a husband there must have been a point in time in your life where you felt your identity disappeared while you managed children, while you became this other. So wasn't Carla? Absolutely. Yeah. Wasn't Swanee back in the day? It was, you know. So I think there's a connection between when you are fully responsible for another person and your identity is dissipates a little bit over that period of time because you become a mother or you become a carer or whatever it is. And and, that, and I say carer because with the mother, with Dee Dee's mother situation as well, Dee Dee craved this coming back to her attention, get being about her, and so did these things to get the attention on herself because she'd lost that through whether it was her mother was sick or old or she was caring for her. And even this, and then I think it became a bit of a pattern. Like or she the, killed her. Well, clearly it did. The family thinks she might have. We don't know that she did. We also don't know that she gave the stepmother roundup, but chances are it was very coincidental that the stepmother got better when she left. Did but all of chambers. those behaviours were about driving attention to herself. What a coincidence. Yeah. And, and poor Gypsy Rose, you know, was just a victim of, she was just a, a mechanism for her to drive attention to herself, which is 
very, very sad. Terrible shame. It's terrible shame. It's very sad that her mental illness bled out so far that she had this awful effect on other people around her. I also feel for Godijon, who, you know, had a low IQ, um, was on the spectrum. Massively. and, And was clearly drawn in to something that possibly, as her family state, they feel like she deserves it. And he's got 25 years plus 25 years, albeit, you know, concurrent, which is a bullshit sentence. We all know that I think that. But he's done what he's done out of love for someone who has been treated terribly. Um, he murdered someone. There's no, there's no doubt that she has I hear what you're saying, affected that he murdered him. Someone. The gypsy has affected him to make him do what he's done. And... It's, it's an interesting thing. There's, there seems to be a lot of instances where the male kills for the female, and I, I don't really understand why that is. But, <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting to explore that more as we go because... Who did this story was in Canada with the little Satan, the daughter who was... Is that you, Schmitty? No? Cl- no, Clarky, the wolf and the poet, duck, duck poetry. Same thing. The male... Duck, the duck, male goose. Does... Yes. <laughs> Quack. The dirty work. The male does. Quack. The dirty work. Quack, quack, waddle, waddle, quack, quack. Do you think the sentencing would have been different (laughs) if she had have killed the mother? Do you know what I think? I think if Gypsy Rose had have killed her mother, it would, and just because I've heard of other situations, you know, in abuse situations, if she had have killed her mother, perhaps not stabbed her 17 times in the back, but if she had have killed her mother, I think it would have been a totally different case. Boom. Is the way people would perceive it. If they looked at it as a, you know, cut and dry, the mother was being abusive to the extent that she was because it's, you know, when it becomes apparent, it's incredibly apparent how it's been, you know, there in her entire life. She re- retaliates, she has enough, she reacts, she kills her mother. I think that that would have been viewed totally differently, but it's because this other man becomes involved and she's seen and he's seen as pot- potentially predatory in the sense that there's event online and that that whole other piece that goes with that, that he's then the one who's viewed as being sinister. Whereas if it had have been just her and her mother, I think it would have seen that sort of, you know, not quite a crime of passion because I, I don't mean like that, but where it's just I can't cope anymore. I've, I've killed my mum because she's put me through all this and I think everyone would have gone, oh. All yeah. love. Yeah. I think yep. it would have been a very different Definitely. Much yeah. less, That's much just what less I think. premeditated. Based on, no, I don't have a... I don't have a direct comparison, but and I guess the comparison I'm making are probably more with um, domestic violence situations where I've seen a number of cases where, you know, usually the woman cracks, uh, you know, kills her husband, and then you find out she's been abused terribly for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. Um, and there's somewhat of a more favourable outcome for her in terms of her sentencing than, than these pair really copped it, I thought, particularly him. How many, How often would you two ask a man to kill someone for you? You found something funny? Oh, still working <laughs> Can up Can I to just it. share something? Sorry, sorry. Well, it's funny to me. I was going to challenge Carla's point about women getting off, not getting off, but, you know, getting a lesser sentence because I think actually women who kill abusive partners are often not treated as victims. So I have this opinion that, based on lots of other cases where women are um, actually sentenced quite harshly for it. Anyway, so I Googled average sentencing for women who kill abusive partners. And (laughs) (laughs) 
God. The first thing that came up was a box that says, help is available, speak with someone today. They're on 1-800-RESPECT and a phone number, which is part of White Ribbon Australia, which is great. But also, I'm just doing it from the purposes. Of yeah, the yeah, no, they're podcast. onto you. Now that you've googled it, you can you are, read out the number for us all? You've been red flagged. <laughs> ah, and then lawyers seek justice for women jailed for killing abusive blah blah blah. Anyway, my, are women punished more harshly for killing an intimate partner? And that was the yeah, what, yeah. that's what I was looking for. No, no, but but I think I think the real question is: um, Are women who kill abusive partners or mothers or whatever? treated more harshly than uh, male friends that they get to kill for them. I don't know, but but absolutely, when men kill the woman they're abusing, they get out so Which is disgusting, Women right? do Outrageous. serve in prison sentences after killing their abusers. So that was my understanding. But no, no, that but that's, that's not the case here, right? This is very not about the abuser this. killing. This is about... But the Wait, abuser killing versus the abuser getting exactly. someone else to this kill. Is so yeah, yeah. let's assume the abusee, sorry, the abusor um, deserves to die. If the person does it themselves, yes, yes, they yes. probably get a lot, much lesser sentence than if they get, get someone else to do it. And I'm, I'm kind of intrigued as to what motivates somebody to kill on behalf of somebody else. And... Maybe that gets us back to the magic pussy magic discussion. Magic pussy, for I, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm not. In this case, it is. It doesn't seem to happen that men uh, that women kill for men very often, and, and that could well be because men are often the abusers and not women. I'm, I'm not. This could be first pussy. <gasps> well, I'm this pro- case. possibly is. Yeah, possibly yeah, is. And yeah. that's just fucking amazing. Normal for pussy. Get yeah, normal pussy. Anyway. Yeah. Let, let's move on from the pussies. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure the pussies are getting us anywhere. Uh, what do you uh, mean? Could You know, Paul and I love them. Mine gets me quite far. Couldn't, but couldn't eat a whole one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway. Too far, Carla? Oh. No. Quite likes a battered sap, No though. problem. Anyway, I'm moving just telling right you on. I couldn't. I couldn't even Very eat Very funny. One. I, oh, I, I trust you. Yes. Bag of dicks. I believe. Oh, it's Christmas. That assault bag. A whole bag of salt. That's a different story. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> got, got any chocolate coated ones? Oh, stop! 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 Oh, scorched. I think we call those, don't scorched. we? Scorched bag of dicks. Oh, bag of scorched dicks. Scorched, scorched dicks. You're terrible, Muriel. You know it's Christmas time when your mum buys a, a bag of scorched dicks and puts them in the cupboard <laughs> and puts them in the cupboard ready for Christmas with the Christmas cupboard. Where's that from? <laughs> My mum used, used to get, get a it like bag you know when scorched dicks. She doesn't anymore, obviously, but growing up. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> no, in reference to the, the, the scorched almonds. Did your mum when she, they'd start to compile what would be the Christmas food yeah, that I you know weren't allowed you to touch? She, it's a bit special. And so, you know, a yes. big jar of scorched almonds. Right. So it's like when the bag of scorched dicks turns up, it's like, Christmas is coming. Yes. yes. And when it turns. Christmas must when it, I was just going to say, when it's March and the um, the bag of dicks turns up, it's still Christmas, <laughs> even though it's March. <laughs> you do check the use by dates. You go, oh, these are good for another couple of months yet. Yeah, we're good to go. <laughs> and it's, on, it it's only a best before anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 
Nothing says Christmas like a bag of scorched dicks. All the way. Yes. <laughs> anyway, shall we shall we move on to sentencing? Have we have sure. we explored enough? Yes. Dr. Plasticine is in my sights for a start um, because he didn't yep. report the issue in the first place. And he said, oh, yep. I didn't think I'd be believed. And yet he was, from from when you talked about his background, he was a serious doctor. Like, why wouldn't he have been believed? What a lot of bullshit. It was just lazy. So he's in my um, sights for a start. Gun? I He's in my gun sights, yeah. I don't want to... Um, I, I really think that Dee Dee had a mental health problem and I'm not I'm not saying that she didn't abuse her daughter because she did. We've seen the pictures. We understand that poor old Gypsy Rose was a terrible victim. I don't think that still, I still don't think that that justifies murdering her. I think leaving her because at some point that child became an adult, even though she didn't know because of her birth certificate issues, but... She became an adult. She she manipulated that poor guy, and I agree with you that he had a he he got a really rough ride. He did do the murder, but he was highly manipulated, and, and so he should have had more leniency. So, Doctor Plasticine probably should be struck from struck from struck off. He shouldn't be allowed to practice anymore because he didn't do the right thing. I, I think as the as the only doctor has a duty who of care for people recognized that. In a group and did of peers who are saying yeah. you need to treat Brilliant. these people yeah. with golden gloves, it's it's interesting. Yeah, and, and it's yeah, oh, it is. I, I, I I'm not going to go harsh on him. But 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 people who have uh, Munchausen's by proxy sh- uh, shop around on their doctors, and they rely on the fact that there is not um, a great darling. We all do that. <laughs> Only <laughs> when we want to get yeah. a lot of codeine. Yes, that's right. We we're all shopping for codeine. Or, not even that. Or go to Cambodia where you yeah, can get yeah. it over the counter. Point is, I, I just feel like the only doctor who had the ability to find something out was also pressured by his peers and failed. What's that? And failed. No, no, he he didn't fail. He he, he failed. He failed. It out, no, he but... did. He failed to call. No, he didn't. He didn't call it out. He didn't report it. He he had a suspicion, and he did nothing about it. Okay, go go. I'm sorry. I'm the prosecution for Plasticine. He called You're it out to defense. her, and she left. All of all of his peers had said you need to um treat her with golden gloves. So I or treat them with gold. So. Everyone was fooled apart from him. And, and you know, do you... Are they similar to kid gloves? Yes. Right. <laughs> I like kid I gloves. I assume so. Yes, yes. And, and maybe <laughs> cotton wool. I don't know. A bit heavier. But, but I just think and that, they And they know, make a lot of noise um, if you bang them on a he, table. But yeah, go on. <laughs> he, he suspected and he, he was probably the only one who did suspect. I don't think that makes him... Mm guilty i think that um so science is a lot about peer reviews right so if all your peers are saying no then if you're the one who has to stand up and say hang on a minute that that's difficult i disagree and this is this is my sentencing so i shall finish my sentence and he's going to be struck off because he didn't follow the duty of care he didn't say anything he said oh no one's going to believe me so whatever no i'm not buying it i think that is a retrospective excuse for not doing the right thing 
That's my view and I'm entitled to it. Thanks very much. You are, 100%. Excellent. (laughs) Well done. Would you sentence the other people who didn't pick up on what they did to anything or are you okay with them? Oh, yeah. Okay, no, I haven't finished. Game on, Mole. The entire, <laughs> there's an issue with the entire system. And I know that uh, a while back there was a bit of a carry on about having um, the government say you, you have a, a government health record, right? And you can opt into this, but if you have a government health record, we can track where you are and what you're doing. And the value of that is that people can have visibility of this sort of behaviour. There were early, so many early warnings. Yeah, muscular dystrophy test negative, not an issue. Fine, I'm going to find another doctor. I'll go to another doctor. I'll go to the fact that there's no reporting, there's no kind of centralized database. That for me is a mega failing. That that girl went through years and years and years and years of abuse because of her sick mother, because there was no system that said, "Hang on, we're going to flag this up that there, there is an issue here." So. I don't know all these other people. You've only mentioned Dr. Plasticine. So he um, he's in my sights to start with. But that whole system is an issue. And that whole system should be looked at and reviewed. Because if it weren't for that system, this woman wouldn't have got away with it. This whole bullshit about Katrina getting rid of our records and all the rest of it. Because I don't know the people that I'm going to sentence. I'm not going to sentence them all, but they're all shit. So I'm just going to call them all shit. Gypsy Rose herself, she decided the best way to deal with this is to kill my mother and find some poor Patsy to do it. So I do think that her sentence was extremely light. I get that she had a terrible time, but I think her sentence was light. And so I'm not, I don't know, we've done this before, so it's not a precedent. I don't know how to sentence her. I'm just going to call out that I just don't think that she was held responsible enough for her actions and because she could have just left or she could have she go to John could have just taken her she she could have said pick me up we're going we get on the cube we're getting in the Nissan cube and we're driving away we're taking the money and we're going to go to my father's house and tell my father all these terrible things that have happened and be protected she chose not to do that she said go to John please kill my mother Go to John is such a victim in this story. He's he's had the long arm of the lawn thrown at him and he's not necessarily got the wherewithal to make the appropriate decisions. I, I, I feel like he's a very, very sad character in this. Maybe he gets to Great. He, may, he gets to just escape the whole thing and never go to the right co- – what were the – had they meet again online, but also they went to like comic It wasn't Comic Con. Oh, they're going to you know, go to the movies just, and just like did it in the bathroom cosplay. anyway. <laughs> don't get a start on the bathroom, please. Oh, don't do that. Never, never let them meet. <laughs> let him go his merry way. Never coming across this person who influences him this way. I just think the 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 health system should have picked this up earlier. The health system are the problem, and therefore plasticine struck off, and the rest of them. I've got my eye on you. Okay, nice work. Love your work, Miss Swanee. What do you think after all of that? I think with the medical fraternity, it is 
disappointing that it was not picked up by I mean she must have seen so many people before plasticine I mean and after I mean just you must be it must be absolute register of different medical people all across the board in different states from different backgrounds because you know she wasn't like she had one thing because mum had managed to give her a couple of different things so I think in terms of how I would punish those people to your point Clarkie they they do really care what the medical fraternity thinks so I'm not suggesting they get struck off, but they certainly need to have been publicly ridiculed and and caught and and associated with this case, so that people in the future would see that as a, you know, I don't want to be the person that didn't stand up and say something. So that if they didn't pick up anything, well, they didn't pick up anything that that might be about their you know, medical background. But I mean, it was this, it was so many people that she would have come across. I can't believe that only one would have ever noticed that. But let's just say for all of them, they are publicly named and associated with that case because I think that would be damaging to their ego and, you know, their brand, as it were, as a, um, a practitioner. So that's where I'd sit with the beginning of the story. Um, in terms of punishing um, Gypsy Rose, I'm, I'm a bit sort of, in two minds about that, I I think that you know she's had such a horrendous upbringing that I just I I can't speak to what sort of mindset she would have been, and I I don't think murdering anyone is correct, and I think you know as she really said you know why didn't she just hightail it out of there? Why why did she get to the point where she thought that that was the only way out? Um, and I don't I don't have a sentence for her because I think you know she's already lived the horror of that and I actually just hope that she goes on and has a reasonable life afterwards. She deserves that. And poor Chappie, go to John. I I do feel for him as well. I think he was certainly the wrong person at the wrong place at the wrong time and just sort of falling into that scenario where, you know, if he was a vulnerable person and he could see that he could help um, Gypsy Rose and I can see how he would have been led down that path and willingly so. And I'm surprised, you know, there's so many different cases that we look at week in and week out where people are coming forward and saying, oh, you know, I, I wasn't sound, I wasn't sane, I wasn't in sound mind. Surely this guy is clearly not, you know, of sound mind. And yet he was still... Um, it's coerced. The trial was suggesting, but the trial that it was against, you know, or the, the case that was set against him didn't ever really seem to take that into account. It's terribly it was just unfair. Like, oh, you know, I agree. I think that, you know, he... In terms of his sentence, I still think he deserved a sentence. Don't get me wrong, you know, and, and jail time, etc. But um, I think he would have been better off being rehabilitated and had a lesser sentence than just being, you know, thrown in jail and throw away the key. I don't, I don't see that that's going to be the upside for anybody. It's a really, um, it's a really crappy outcome for everybody. Really, it's just not a. Isn't you feel good, is it? So it's um, not. yeah, that's sort of where I stand on everything. No trips to um, no, Trial by Wide World. And also Just no Disneyland. No one goes to Disneyland no. ever again. No. Oh, fuck no. Maybe a nut punch for maybe a nut punch for one or two of the medical fraternity, but that's about it. Mm. Yeah, no, that's mm. where I'm at. Okay. Interesting. Great story, though, Clarky. Very interesting. I'm glad you enjoyed it. What's your view, Clarky? Oh, oh well, I, I feel like my views are very different, so. Mm, not surprising. <laughs> really? Because you and I, you and I are often on the same wavelength of this stuff. But but I think medicine and and human, uh, you know, looking after people is incredibly difficult because there are so many ways that 
people will react differently to similar diseases, similar treatments, whatever that might be. So there's, there's, it's not black and white when you come to looking after people from a, a general practitioner's point of view. And so I, I, I find it, I'm, I'm empathetic towards the doctors who had to try to make sense of this. And, and that then leads me to DD just being, you know, a manipulative person and like when we spoke last week about old mate um, Catch Us If You Can who was very good at, he was a con man and he was very good at tricking the system and getting away with things, I think DD's in that same vein. So we could blame the doctors who were duped by her but I, I would prefer it if we didn't blame the system in this context, but we blamed the con woman as it be. And I think that yeah. if we think back to um, Mary Joseph, who was um, the one who drowned in the Lafayette pool because it wasn't well looked after, yes. that's a very good example mm-hmm. to me of when the system lets people down. I don't think this is that same example. I think that, you know, for doctors, there's a whole lot of liability that comes up if they don't treat certain illnesses. And it, it, it's often not black and white as to whether someone has an illness or not. So I, I, I'm empathetic towards the doctors. I am 100% not empathetic towards DD. And I don't know her circumstances to understand whether she was treated poorly as a child, although I do read that she um, potentially killed her mum by not feeding her and, and tried to kill her stepmother. So DD for me is where the blame sits with this. Um, but also, like you both, I am very uncomfortable with Godijon getting a sentence that is two and a half times that of DD. And I think that if you're a victim... Uh, and you get somebody else in to do the dirty work for you, you should share the sentence. Now, whether that's a lenient sentence or a harsh sentence, I guess um, I I can't comment on it. It would depend on the specifics, but I just think that in this instance, they were both clear that DD was going to be murdered and therefore for... um, for Gypsy to get a lesser sentence than go to John, I, I'm not cool with that, and I I don't want that. So maybe to the jury, I'd just like to um, have them go through some compassionate classes to understand that you know, uh, just because you're talking to somebody who has an IQ of 82 and is on the spectrum, it doesn't mean that they're a um, a vicious murderer who um, took advantage of somebody in a horrific situation so that they could murder someone just for shits and giggles because it feels like that's a little bit of what's come across here. Um, and and I'm not really cool with the police officers who turned up and just took TD's, uh, you know, information at it. face value around mm. her daughter being mentally challenged and like, fuck me. I, I don't know. There's There's a lot in this that... I don't think is systematic and I, I don't want to call out the system for it. I think that DD was incredibly manipulative and obviously very good at getting away with what she did. Um, 
Did she deserve to be stabbed in the back 17 times? Maybe not, but fuck, I'd like to see her punished in trial by one world if we could. So if, if she didn't actually die, she'd get some fucking serious yeah. punishment from me because... Yeah. Um, she'd be a prime candidate to spend some time there, I reckon. I think there's a real thing about the victim, and, and Shmita, you were kind of alluding to this where, you know, she could have just left. But but often in those intense relationships where there's an abuser and an abusee, that the the way that you and I would choose is not clear, and so perhaps that was the only way out for her. And and and, and we see that sometimes where domestic violence uh, victims have to or feel like they have to kill their partner because there's no getting away from that, and there's. There's stories where child abuse victims have to kill their abuser because that's the only way that they can get away from it. No, I know what you mean because there are plenty of women, I'm going to call it out women, who are victims of domestic abuse who don't leave and everyone says, why didn't you just leave? It's not as simple as that. I do understand that. I, not at I all. guess part of my, my inner rage also is around all of those charities that gave them trips to uh, uh, Disney. Are you going to blame the do-gooders? No, no, it was innocently, though. There were other people. There were, yeah, I know it was innocent, but there were other people who were more deserving. Habitat one, uh, Ronald Donald House. But, but, yeah. There were no, other but, people who were more deserving ouch. and and didn't but get exactly. anything or didn't – weren't the but again, 2007 had to miss out. sad child of the year, like who didn't get the support? Blame the manipulator, not the manipulated. Really, exactly, because Dee Dee was really good at telling that story. But that's where, that's where my heart sits, right? She, I am, she's I am blaming Dee. And we, and we can but, – But I don't think she deserved to be stabbed 17 times. If, and if the if the story played out differently, to your point, I would stick her back on the Coles whipping machine, and she would get a lot of whipping machine action from one of her early episodes because she's a very very naughty person, and she needed and a gag so she can't she's say not anything. The she's clearly very good at lying, and bloody Dee Dee was just a freaking idiot who should have been on the Coles machine much earlier. In fact, probably. You know, way back in her life. She wasn't a freaking idiot. She was a criminal. She was yeah. a, a yeah, right. terrible criminal. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm okay with the fact that she was murdered. And I and I know that's um <laughs> terrible. That's harsh, it's it's hilarious because would, last week would, last week when I was happy for John Wayne Gacy to get put down like the dog that he was, you were like, Oh, I don't believe in that. And now it's like it's fine. I'm happy for her to be murdered. You, you, and your, your no, no. What I'm no. Your lines, your but lines no, you, are so hard for me to follow. <laughs> you, but you didn't let me finish, right? So I think that um, I'm actually okay with her being murdered. I would never sentence her to that, and um, therefore we would have to go to a trial by wine sentence where there's an equivalent punishment. But, but honestly, in the grand scheme of things, it's she understandable. has completely. Fucked her own daughter over, and I, I don't know. Her daughter's in jail, right? Because because okay. she had her teeth 
fucking fallout and she was in a wheelchair and all these horrible, horrible things. Saliva glands. Um, I, I don't know what a good punishment is for oh, DD, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not angry that she was murdered. I wouldn't sentence her to that, but I'm not angry that she was murdered. I don't know. It's a tough one. I just think go to John. Shouldn't know. I th- I think all three of us are able to say go to John. He's out of jail as far as we're concerned. One, He's living in. Hundred percent. So we won't sentence anyone. How about we do this? How about we do a reversal of fortune? We're not going to sentence anyone, but we're going to send Go to John to the best version of life that he could have in trial by wine. In world. trial by wine world. Yeah, maybe, maybe there should <laughs> yeah. maybe there should be a um, a magic pussy world in trial by wine world, which doesn't oh. which doesn't lead to death. So if if you've been magic pussied and you've killed someone because of that maybe you know no he's what a real magic pussy looks like and and you know forget all of that just go and enjoy that for now we will gift you that for as long as you want to enjoy that pussy exactly yeah but but if you fuckers ever sentence me to that that's uh, i'll come back and get you <laughs> I'd, I'd rather go to Magic Bag of Dicks World than Magic Pussy World. <laughs> well, well, we'll take that that's on notice. Duly noted. Yep, yep. All yeah. right, done, this, done, done. We can agree on It's going to be an amazing And my pussy's place. too pussylicious for you, babe. Can we have that as the Are you okay song? with Magic Pussyville as somewhere oh. we send people who think we're hard done by, who are heterosexual, obviously, or ma- Magic... Uh, bag of Dicksville for those who are no, no, but, no, no, but, but also ma- Magic Pussy World could be a good sentence for um, homosexual people who have committed a crime that we want to punish. So it's, it shouldn't just be oh. a reward. It could also be a punishment. Because oh, you know they're go- not going to oh, go anywhere so near tricksy. that. Eat that for the rest of eternity, you dirty homosexual. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, all right. So, Carla, can you <laughs> can you just submit the planning permission for our latest extension of the uh, <laughs> trial by line world? <laughs> I didn't hear that. What was it put, put into the architects for planning permission, did you say? I said, could you please um, start the paperwork for the extension of trial by wine world? Yeah. Okay. No worries. Um, so I, I, I don't know if you've seen Lord of, the, not- Lord of the Rings. At the start of Lord of the Rings, there is a map of right. Middle Earth, and I think we start to need to make a map of Trial by Wine World because am, we do. I'm I do. Losing, I am worried. I'm, I'm starting to lose track. track. I've only got Peasant World, yeah. and I can't remember the rest. In point of fact, I would like our fans, those the, the 25 people who listen to us regularly, any one of you who wants to submit <laughs> some out. fan art... Map yeah. it out for us because we would enjoy yeah. that very much. Oh, By the way, yes. I would like to say a massive thank you to everyone who does listen to us because we have almost hit a thousand downloads, which Woo-hoo. is awesome. <laughs> I'm not sure we ever expected that. <laughs> um, so thank you very much. Thank you to the people who have listened to us in Romania, Russia. Uh, where are they, Clarky? Yeah, lots of Australians. US. Thank you very much. Lots of oh, US, Ireland, uh, uh, UK. Yeah, lo- UK, lots of Californians. Yep. Uh, Pennsylvania during the week. Like, um, yeah, lots of lots of crazy people who must. Pennsylvania. Uh, beautiful, yeah, beautiful people who who either listen to us and just go, "What the fuck are those weird accents?" Let alone what they're talking about. 
<laughs> or um <laughs> and you know it's called Missouri. by the way it's Missouri, not missouri anyway <laughs> it's nolan's not new orleans nobody wants to hear new orleans <laughs> we, we agree but we don't know because we live in australia australia as the bogans here like to call it but we do very much appreciate your patronage you guys are amazing and if any of you would like to like middle earth uh, map out trial by wine world we would be very very happy to see your interpretations of it <laughs> all right well clarky again absolute cracker thank you very great much story. for a great story you're welcome Carla? ladies i hope you enjoyed it <laughs> thank you namaste namaste <laughs> namaste <laughs> uh, great Great episode. And, um, you know, as they say in the classics, I miss you already. Oh. See you later. Arrivederci. I miss you. Oh, ciao. 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 Bella. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, Trial by Wine, or visit our website, www.trialbywine.com, to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com.